0: To the This Is The Place podcast, a Silicon Slopes production. Blessed from heaven above, it's the land that we love.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know that was going to be the title until it's barely.
0: (laughs) We also got new music, intro music. Yes. Which is really exciting.
1: Some great honky-tonk piano from a friend of yours, correct?
0: Really wonderful. He sent me, I said, I need This Is The Place recorded. And he sent me a really beautiful version. And I said, no, 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 no. That will (laughs) never do. I need, I need honky tonk.
1: We need a mere piano image of ourselves as human beings. And that exactly. intro music that you just listened to—it couldn't describe <laughs> each of us better as individuals.
0: Exactly. Welcome, Chris.
1: <laughs> it's great to be here.
0: Isn't intro it? music
1: or not, it's good to be back on back behind the mic. It
0: really, really is. Um, I'm here with Chris Raw, and I'm Meg Walter, whom you may know from the newsletter incident of July 5th. <laughs>
1: Do you want to take this the next twenty minutes to apologize?
0: I don't. I think I'm done apologizing for the disparaging comments I made about myself.
1: There are some people who were very fired up about you, unfortunately.
0: To be fair, (laughs) our newsletter did not include the byline.
1: (laughs) Whose mistake was that, too?
0: That was yours, Chris. (laughs) Was that really your mistake, or was it a weird bug?
1: No, it was actually my mistake. So I actually put together the newsletter. Here's I actually thought of. Putting your name on it, but then I thought it would be kind of weird because it was also about you. So I was like, oh, I'll just pretend like nobody wrote this, not really thinking about what was actually (laughs) in in it. And that some people might be uh, somewhat offended that Clint wrote it, or I wrote it, or someone else wrote it besides yourself. Personally, I'm offended at everything you write, so I actually back those people more than I back you.
0: Yeah, I'm offended at everything I write, too. But maybe for those who don't know what we're talking about, I don't know who the person would be that listens to this podcast but does not <laughs> receive the newsletter. But if they're out there, I wrote an article describing my new position here at Silicon Slopes, and I made up a bunch of quotes that I thought were fine. Those were made up. <laughs> One of them was, Oh, what was it? I said something like, oh, she's in marketing? I thought she was a supermodel. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't even think twice. I
1: thought the problem all along was that you used unnamed sources. Really? Yeah. So so this is a new controversy to me.
0: So anyway, we got some angry emails.
1: So anyway, you are not a supermodel.
0: I am not a supermodel. <laughs> and I do not work for sexists. <laughs> Which is what a lot of people accuse Silicon Slopes of being. I, I like to believe it was just a misunderstanding because my byline wasn't there, but it was a it was a rough afternoon. <laughs> and I had to send. You're not a
1: real company until you have a newsletter controversy. So I actually think we've so arrived. So congratulations! Now. This to is us. like a huge thing. I know we're going to have a barbecue this week about it.
0: Good. I and hope invite we're no one. it the Meg Walter Memorial Barbecue.
1: Correct. It's also for your to commemorate your firing, but we haven't told you that yet. <laughs>
0: it's been fun, everybody. <laughs> this is my last podcast. <laughs> Uh, tech news.
1: I have no tech news for you this week. I All I've been some. doing is making mistakes on newsletters.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Uh, Cloud Cherry, the customer voice platform, has moved to Salt Lake City. They're stoked to be here. Who isn't? Right, it's the best. It is the place. It's blessed from heaven above.
1: There actually are a lot of companies that are coming here. So oh. I just spoke with a company called Polis, which I haven't written about, but I will be writing. They're an app about door to door basically kind of like um, giving a place for people who use door-to-door sales um, a platform that can kind of, actually, I don't really know how to describe <laughs> <it>. <laughs> As you can tell, I haven't written the story yet. <laughs> the moral of the story Very is, the moral of the story is they started in Boston and uh, now they are also coming to Utah. Cool. So that long spluttering minute that I just took from everybody's lives.
0: Minutes, they'll never get back. You'll
1: never get it back.
0: Um, Did you write about the STEM Mentor Exchange?
1: Oh, yes, I did. And that's a great story.
0: Why don't you tell us about that?
1: STEM Mentor Exchange app. Um, It's a really cool app that was just barely released. It's free. um, And it connects mentors and volunteers from within the tech community with educators inside of Utah. So basically, they wanted a place for teachers to be able to go on and see, oh, okay, all these people have... These kind of resources, whether it's time or knowledge or all sorts of these things, um, they have these things at my disposal and I can use them. And so if you're listening to this, you're most likely connected with the tech community or you're a very close friend of Meg or mine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, go sign up for the app and put your skills out there. Go donate some time. Do it. Me and Meg are already signed up.
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, we briefly mentioned this last time, but I... I am officially the Director of Marketing and Programs here at Silicon Slopes.
1: How um, exciting was your first week on was, the job?
0: It was pretty eventful.
1: How many phone calls did you have?
0: A lot. I had so many phone calls, you guys. It was. How many emails? Oh, in the thousands.
1: Meg's being flooded down under a barrage of people reaching out, so if she doesn't respond back super fast, give her a break.
0: Yeah, please be patient with me, but I will try my best. <laughs> okay, now a segment we're calling business ideas from two non-business people i've got a business to pitch somebody needs to make this business
1: am i the investor i'm so excited
0: sure i don't have the wherewithal i don't have the resources i don't have the time to start this business but i really need this business to exist okay you want to guess what it is
1: yes it's about sewing overalls for adults
0: close but no I a different vertical. A different vertical.
1: Jumping into a different vertical.
0: <laughs> I need a drive through grocery store.
1: Ooh, I like this. Okay, go on.
0: So, I have two children. Okay? Taking my two children to the store is hell on earth. Disastrous. Let me tell you about my recent Harman's experience. <laughs> my two-year-old kind of speaks English, but she mostly just, like, says phrases that she's okay. heard. And one of those <laughs> phrases is, don't hit me, something that her sister... What? Says when oh, okay. the two year old hits her.
1: Okay.
0: She doesn't understand the context. We were in Harmon's the entire time she yelled at me, Don't hit me! <laughs> so every Harmon shopper thinks I'm abusing my child. Just one example of why shopping you to start, with a toddler.
1: <laughs> I want you to start this business, just so whenever anyone interviews you about the business, you have to tell that story and about how you definitely did not hit I your daughter. I do not
0: abuse my children. Definitely repeat, did not I abuse my kids and took not. them to Harmons. So clearly, I need a better option, and I had I had to finish my shopping trip. Right, like it's not like I could no. like, take her home because she can't be home alone. We had to eat. I had to buy food. This is a problem. That's not just mine. It's a universal mom and I assume father problem. I was going to
1: say, I don't even have kids that I abuse and it's a great idea for me.
0: I don't think you need to have every grocery item available, but I think if they had basics, milk, eggs, bread, Diet Coke, (laughs) (laughs) you know, cheese, cheese.
1: Those all seem basic to me.
0: Like 50 items on hand that you could just drive through and pick up. I'd pay like a fee to use that.
1: I would pay a fee too. I actually want to take it one step further and have these delivered to me. I want the groceries brought to me.
0: Isn't that Amazon though?
1: Okay, so it already happened. But here's,
0: here's the thing with Amazon though. If I am out of milk and my kid needs a bottle before nap time, I can't order it on Amazon and get the bottle before nap time, right? We're not there yet.
1: I think we're pretty close. We're
0: close, but we're not there yet.
1: What if they just provide a drone in your house that feeds your baby and stuff like that?
0: A robot? Yeah. What's the robot on The Jetsons? <laughs> You're,
1: talking to the, it You're talking to the wrong person. Is it Susie? Like I think it's Susie. You're talking to the wrong person. Maybe I just
0: need a Susie. Anyway, if someone wants to use this business, that's a great business idea. Create do. this business. I will 100% use it.
1: Will you demand any equity, like two percent?
0: At this point, no. I just <laughs> I just, <laughs> you just want, want it to it. happen.
1: Okay. You'll just take advantage of it as a yeah. business.
0: So I would like like a quick email thank you once you make millions off it you are a selfless human being
1: that's what we've always known about you
0: as far as utah news i think there's something we really need to talk about this is the part
1: i've been dreading the whole time we're gonna bring everybody down including ourselves (sighs) meg we were part of a failed movement
0: It's not my first
1: we are failures as individuals
0: why don't you tell (laughs) our listeners why we failed
1: well gordon hayward was a free agent and everybody wanted to stay in utah we were part of that everybody We joined the Stayward movement. We did a bunch of stuff on social media. We wrote some things about it. We had a good time. Um, And Gordon Hayward did not choose Utah. No.
0: Do you know how much time I spent on those images I made? (laughs)
1: Hours. There was a lot of thought that went into all of our Gordon Hayward stuff.
0: Hours. And someone demanded I be fired for one of them. What? Yeah. He didn't like the fry sauce image I created, and he (laughs) tweeted... This person should be fired.
1: I love that you've had a new job for one week, and like eight people have asked for you to be. My fired. My head
0: is already in demand.
1: <laughs> it took me two months before eight people asked for me to well, be. fired. you're
0: not as good as I am. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Gordon's not gonna stay. Gordon's with the jazz. not
1: coming back. It's sad.
0: So what? What does this mean?
1: Did you burn your jerseys? My first question.
0: <laughs> yes, I burned all all of all my your jazz jerseys. jerseys.
1: Okay, so you <laughs> just a pile of five jerseys.
0: Okay, first, let's talk about why you think he left.
1: Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I. I'm assuming he loves Brad Stevens, and he thinks the situation is going to be better in the long haul from a team-building perspective. Brad's, whether or not that's true, I don't know. Brad it, Stevens was his seemed, college coach. Correct. And he was the only dude who recruited him. They go back a long ways. But by all accounts, he loved Quinn Snyder. I mean, Utah has a lot of good things in place as far as you know um, a foundation of, uh, to build on for the next five, ten years. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we're going to see whether or not that was a good move. I probably was because Boston has assets just nonstop for the next five years, draft picks, young players, all sorts of stuff. And the East- but it's just sad to be a small market team and build towards something for six years, which Utah did with Gordon Hayward and the team they currently have. And then he can just leave and you're kind of stuck in no man's land, which is they're going to be probably a 500 team next year. And they're not going to be super fun to watch and they won't have a great path forward to like get another player like Gordon Hayward. So that's why we should all be depressed,
0: besides the million of
1: other reasons on Earth.
0: So there's not a lot of great players in the East right now, right?
1: The East is hot garbage, except for Cleveland.
0: Yeah, so that was kind of a smart move on his part, to be one of the better players in the East.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could make a case for that, I guess. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I'm actually kind of intrigued to hear later on down the road what the motivation was behind his move. Because by all accounts, he liked Utah. And um. I hear you really love the fry sauce image that people wanted you fired for. <laughs> but that's also just a rumor. That comes from one of your unnamed sources that you quoted in your own press release.
0: Don't worry. I'll write an article about it, about how much Gordon loved it. I mean, yeah, I was bummed. I was on Twitter all day following the news. It was
1: a wild saga for the record. Yeah.
0: Well, because someone leaked, right, Correct. that he was going to the Celtics. And then his agent said, JK, hasn't decided yet.
1: Correct. And that wasn't rectified for five hours.
0: So is it because they wanted this ghostwriter to write a blog post and they I, wanted to yes. announce it that way? The
1: main theory is that the editor who works for the Players' Tribune needed time in order to edit the piece. Uh, or he needed to finish brother. the piece and then be edited. Which is pretty rude if you're stringing everybody along for five hours and the, the information is already been leaked. state. Because everybody was bummed out when it was initially leaked. Then there was the double take where everybody goes... Oh, actually, that's not confirmed. And so then Utah like took another breath and goes, Oh, okay, maybe he stalls a chance. And then they did that for the next five hours. Yeah. Until having their hearts broken a second time. That's cruel. It's cruel and unusual punishment. You should
0: be ashamed of yourself, Gordon.
1: <laughs> We're, we regret making that fry sauce image.
0: I do. I really do. It took forever.
1: <laughs> I love that it took forever to make an image with fry sauce on it.
0: Yeah, we should really find a real Photoshop person.
1: <laughs> Correct maybe when you're fired we will find one
0: that's probably going to be sooner than it's later. probably going to
1: be me and then i'm going to get fired i already hate this plan
0: hmm. any other weird utah news
1: you know not that i'm aware of the gordon hayward thing just kind of overshadowed everything i'm sure there was a bunch of weird accidents that happened over july 4th but they were they were swept under the rug because gordon hayward abandoned us
0: there's always a lot of weird accidents on july 4th because fireworks are dangerous can Do we you- talk about how fireworks are dangerous I would love to. And every year we throw fire in the sky and we're like, oh, that's weird that a bunch of fires started.
1: <laughs> that's a pretty good point when no, you lay it out like that. No
0: kidding. Fire started. You're throwing fire into the air.
1: I'm more nervous about everybody getting stuff blown up than I am about starting fires.
0: I'm nervous about both.
1: I'm nervous about both. I'm quite nervous about both. Why, now that I think. Why, it.
0: why do we do fireworks?
1: Um in honor of our Pioneer ancestors. Yep. So.
0: <laughs> and all the fireworks they lit. come We are the This flame. is the
1: Place podcast. We do everything in honor of Pioneers.
0: I think that we should do a special Pioneer Day episode.
1: I would be so happy to do that. I'll dress up like a Pioneer. I'll Me pull too. a handcart into the studio, I'm dead serious. Me too. And sit in it while recording it.
0: And we'll tell you all about the handcart that's in our studio, we'll because this a- is a podcast.
1: <laughs> we'll bring a cow in and milk it as we speak.
0: Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. So look we'll turn to our that. own
1: butter. Think of all the things we could do.
0: Now it's time for a segment called "Explain That Tweet."
1: <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm going first today. Okay. This is from my counterpart Meg, who you can find on Twitter at Meg Morley, who tweets strange things all the time. Mm-hmm. Three days ago, you tweeted, and your daughter's name is Ramona. Just as a clarifier, it sure is. Ramona calls spiders bastards. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tweet. Yeah. There's no context or anything.
0: Well, what context do you need?
1: So, from what I understand, is this the same daughter who says that you hit her? Yes. It okay, is. so she thinks... So she tells everyone that you hit her and she calls spiders bastards. Yeah. One-two punch. One-two. But she can't actually formulate a lot of, like, sentences besides those two things.
0: I mean, she can say, like, I'm hungry, I want a bottle, I want to go outside, you know.
1: Let's give her the benefit of the doubt and say she can formulate 20 sentences and of those 20, 10%... Are not being hit by her mom and spiders are bastards. And, and cuss words. <laughs> Can we say this on air? Uh, I think so.
0: Maybe we should put a warning with this episode. <laughs> but yeah, she kept saying this and I couldn't figure out what she was talking about. Like she loves to find scary animals. That's her thing. So she'll go like, oh, snake, and like pretend that there's a snake and like be scared with you. And she started saying, Bessa. And her what?
1: <laughs> what In her you... defense, she's completely right about this.
0: I, I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. If that's what she's calling them, she is totally just It's like that weird
1: child wisdom that everybody talks about.
0: Uh, yeah, it took me It took me a while to figure out that she was saying spider and not bastard, because it sounded a lot like bastard.
1: Are you worried that she's going to call snakes the F word? <laughs>
0: My daughter, my first daughter, how is that had a hard time <laughs> learning how to say fork. Like it took her, it took her a while. And so we had a few awkward restaurant moments. So yeah, kids are weird. Kids the are best. weird. They're the best though. They're so kids funny. are weird.
1: Don't take them to Harmons. That's our Don't advice. Don't
0: ever take your two-year-old to Harmons. Please, please, somebody make that business.
1: I've honestly always lived my life by that rule. Never swear, take your, your two-year-old sound. to Harmons.
0: Yeah, you're a wise man. Thank you. Can I read your tweet? Absolutely. I've started betting on baseball to fill the giant gaping holes in my life from at Chris Rall on Twitter.com. There's a lot to unpack here.
1: I know. Just hearing it reread got me back into one of those holes.
0: Let's start with giant gaping holes in your life.
1: Think of all the holes in my life.
0: What are the holes in your life?
1: The better question is, what are the parts of my life that aren't giant gaping holes?
0: Yeah, well, let's start there.
1: I guess I have a job, so that's one. That's great. I golf a lot, so that's probably two. Other than that, it's just raggedy Andy holes everywhere. I'm so sorry. I know. And I have to fill them with something. And what have I turned to? Baseball. Betting on regular season baseball, the most boring of all sports.
0: I like baseball.
1: It is so boring to
0: watch. Okay. Is it just baseball on TV you don't like? Or is it like if you go to a baseball game? No, I like baseball games in person. Okay. They're enjoyable. I actually
1: love sports. Here's the problem. Baseball regular season, 162 games. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a game every day. They're all meaningless because of this enormous season. And so you just feel like you're watching the same thing over and over and none of it matters. Hmm. That's another giant gaping hole. Speaking of giant gaping holes. It's like you're floating in this void just watching baseball.
0: Uh, Speaking of watching it over and over and nothing matters. Did you watch Pretty Little Liars?
1: (laughs) No. Very much the same thing.
0: (laughs) The episode, the same thing. And you're like trying to figure out who the killer is. And the killer keeps changing. To, like, the different Pretty Little Liars, and you're like, I'm never going to learn who it is. I quit watching.
1: So what you're saying is I could have taken one step down in filling those giant gaping holes from betting on baseball, one step down, Pretty Little Liars.
0: I mean, that's your opinion. I think that it might be, like, a couple steps up. Oh, Um, no. There's no money lost in watching Pretty Little Liars. So it's already better. Except the money you could be making if you worked during that time. Or the money you're spending on the streaming service to watch Pretty Little Liars.
1: Here's the worst part about betting on baseball. When what? you win, you're not even that happy because you just watch baseball, so you're like sad about that. And when you lose, you're even more mad that you watch baseball because you also lost money. It's a zero-sum game. It's so, just sad. So
0: why are you doing it?
1: <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe that'll be my next tweet. Okay. When I search deep inside myself to find out why I do the behaviors that I do. Then I'll come back with an answer. How does that sound? I'll tag you in it, too.
0: Maybe we should add a new vertical here at Silicon Slope. Yes. A psychiatry vertical.
1: That'd be pretty good. Clint right. and me and you could all probably use it.
0: Or we could be the psychiatrist.
1: Even better. What if we just were psychiatrists to ourselves? Mm.
0: It's giving me a lot to think about. It's
1: giving everyone a lot to think about. We
0: should probably wrap up before this gets any weirder.
1: <laughs> That's fair enough.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Tune in next week will that be our pioneer day celebration yeah let's say yes ne-
1: wow i do want to do a pioneer day one that's a true stat. okay i know that we normally lie on this podcast that is not a lie we're doing a pioneer day might podcast be a half a lie.
0: anyway <laughs> somebody start that business in the meantime and we'll see you next week thanks everyone bye